Hello and welcome to Live Conversation on Alatra TV. Today with us, we have a guest all the way from Singapore. We're going to talk to him a little bit about himself. We will get to know him. And then we will also talk about Creative Society, which is a project on the platform of Alatra International Public Movement, where we ask all the people, how would they like to live? How do they envision a future in which they themselves and all people in the world are happy and comfortable living? And today with us, we have Joseph Shaheb Yosef, who is a director of sales, marketing, and business development, global goodwill ambassador, and co-host of Create the Edge. Uh, Joseph, thank you so much for joining us today. We know that it's morning time right now in Singapore, and uh, thank you for being with us. Can you please tell us a little bit more about yourself? Absolutely. And firstly, I'd like to thank uh, both of you, uh, both, uh, both you Olgas, uh, for the opportunity to, to be on the show. It's, it's an absolute pleasure and an honor to be on the show. Um, and uh, yes, it's, it's, it's 8 a.m. in Singapore at this present moment, uh, but it's, it's, uh, my day has started a little while ago. Uh, and uh, it's, it's great to actually have a, a lovely discussion with you both uh, on, on, a, on an important topic. And hopefully it's going to create a bit of an impact for uh, the listeners who are, who are online at the moment. All right, great. And then I know that our IT team has prepared a collage of pictures to show to our viewers. And when we see it on the screen, can you please comment maybe on some, some, some of them and tell us a little bit more? Interesting pictures you've got there on, on screen. Um, okay, so I mean, uh, let me just have a look if I can, if I can just sort of uh, try and increase the size of the video. Okay, uh, yeah, it's. Okay, so, so the first picture is obviously uh, me being the director, uh, the country director of Global Goodwill Ambassadors um, here in Singapore. So that is an amazing uh, movement, uh, which, which, which I was a part of, or which I still am a part of, which I've been uh, very, very lucky to be involved in. Um, and uh, I, I thank Ms. Suchi uh, from Singapore, who is the, the country chair uh, of Singapore, as well as the, the Southeast Asia uh, Vice President of Global Goodwill Ambassadors for actually uh, introducing me into this uh, amazing initiative. So the Global Goodwill Ambassadors, a lot of people have asked me, what, what is Global Goodwill Ambassadors? And, uh, you know, I like to say it, it's a humanitarian initiative which has brought together um, lots of like-minded people from around the world. So at this present moment, we're close to 15,000 people from around the world who've got a common mission and a vision and a goal, which is to actually uh, you know, keep on doing their humanitarian efforts for people around them and, uh, and basically uh, make a difference to society. So you know, I've always, always uh, done a lot of um, uh, humanitarian works in my life, uh, wherever I've been, uh, back in Australia, uh, when I when I was there in India as well, and uh, and obviously here in Singapore, so you know I was chosen from among a lot of people on in online, which uh, you know the, the team at Global Goodwill Ambassadors came across, and uh, and basically that that was that was the most interesting and the most important part of uh, you know of of my uh, journey so far on LinkedIn because that is that is the first international movement that I've been a part on part of rather on LinkedIn, which is, which has been really, really amazing. Um, the second picture, uh, let me have a look. Okay. The second picture is, um, of create the edge, 
where uh, this, so this is this is the show which I do uh, on LinkedIn, uh, basically, which is a, a video blog which I do with my co-host jo- uh, Joy Abdullah from uh, from Malaysia, from Kuala Lumpur. So, and it's an interesting, uh, uh, you know, collage of pictures that you, you've, you've shown me. So the Create the Edge picture that you've shown me is uh, for an episode with uh, two of our friends from Australia, uh, Mariam Reza and Karen Tisdall, uh, who are from Melbourne. And um, so it was, it was uh, an episode in season two, which was held uh, just over a month and a half ago on LinkedIn, of course. So this is, this is what I do uh, sometimes, twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays, I go live uh, through my LinkedIn live uh, and on my YouTube channel and basically bring out discussions with uh, thought leaders from around the world, uh, you know, from different industries. So it was, it was very, very interesting to have a chat with, uh, with Mariam as well as Karen, because Mariam, she's an intergenerational specialist. Uh, and Karen, she's a LinkedIn expert. So it was, it was great to, to provide their insights to our combined networks uh, in, in the world. But, uh, you know, I do this with, uh, um, with, with thought leaders on every Monday and Thursday. So, uh, you know, stay tuned if you're connected with me on LinkedIn. Uh, it's a, it's a, Create the Edge is basically like a video blog podcast uh, that Joy and I have <clears throat> been doing since last year. Um, we also do have a consulting wing of that company as well, where we consult with, with companies and businesses from around the world and on strategy, sales, business development, marketing and branding. Wow, this is so great. And I know that you use the hashtag um, human CRM. Is that That's right? right? Can you mm-hmm. explain to us a little bit more what it means and how people can benefit from human CRM? That's a great question. <clears throat> and interestingly, you know, it's, it's uh, human CRM. The hashtag is something which I have uh, been using uh, not for a long time. I've only been using in, uh, it for, I think, just over a year. Uh, it was a hashtag which was actually given to me by a, a friend of mine from Melbourne. And when I appeared on her podcast, which is R&R Talks, so raw and real talk with, uh, uh, with Elizabeth Lim. So mm-hmm. she's on LinkedIn as well. And uh, so we were just having a conversation with regards to, you know, who I am as a person, my time back in Australia, what I'm looking at doing professionally and personally moving forward. And then she, she was like, you know, Joe, uh, you are so good at connecting one person to the other. You are like the human CRM. And that's how it came up. And I was like, I love that human CRM. I just absolutely love that. So, um, so that's, that's, that's how it came up. Um, Olga. Uh, so I've started using the hashtag human CRM, but the main hashtag which I use on, on, uh, on LinkedIn is rise and raise. Uh, I don't use my own personal name hashtags. So the two hashtags, which I will use in every one of my posts are hashtag rise and raise and hashtag human CRM. And uh, the awesome. hashtag rise and raise rise, you know, it's from the fact that, you know, one can only rise in life uh, if they raise others around them. And that's, that's oh. important, you know. That makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And from your background, I know that you work mm-hmm. a lot with businesses and helping businesses out. So how do you envision collaboration in the business world where it is collaboration, not so much of competition? Uh, I think collaboration and co-creation is the most important element which people should focus on uh, moving forward, especially with what's happening in business today, because uh, you have to be relevant. 
uh, and the relevancy part of, of being in, in any industry worldwide is not something that in this day and age you can go and do it on your own because that's where a lot of uh, businesses you know lose sight on the opportunities because they try and do everything themselves rather than focus on someone who's actually a specialist in that field and interesting i was actually having a chat with a gentleman who's an entrepreneur from the us uh yesterday uh last night rather and uh, and he was talking about as to how good of a manager he is but he is a horrible salesperson or a horrible marketing guy and and he's like you know i have literally faced bankruptcy like two or three times because i did not actually have the right person leading my sales and marketing team because i wanted to do everything myself and uh, it's 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 a very very interesting point that he brought up and you were talking about it and i was like see that is something which a lot of people unfortunately uh, don't realize until it's too late because uh, it's you know, not everyone is a specialist at everything in life. And yeah, you could be a specialist in one thing, but, you know, there's someone else who could be much better for you uh, in, in, a, in a completely different aspect. So, um, and that's, that's, that's important to understand as well. But uh, if, if you don't mind, with your permission, Olga, there are the, the other two, other few pictures in the, in the collage. I'd like to very quickly go through that. Because oh, yeah, very, let's, very let's bring them back. We, we can ask our IT yeah. team to have those pictures back. There they are. All right, let's go There back. it is. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so, so the other, so the other uh, couple of pictures, obviously, there is a collage of, uh, of Melbourne, uh, Sydney, and, uh, and Perth, which you've got there. So, um, sorry, Melbourne. You don't see Melbourne there, but that's okay. So you see, you see Brisbane, Sydney, and uh, and and Perth. It's pretty small. So that's basically my my uh, LinkedIn header. Uh, so you know, these are the, these are cities where I have worked in when I was in Australia. So it, it holds a very special place in my heart. And I am looking at my next career move back in Australia. Um, hopefully by the end of this year. So I'm presently based in Singapore, as as you all know. Uh, the next picture, of course, is with Sir Richard Branson. And uh, he has been my business idol for a very, very long time. I've, and I've had the, the blessing, the opportunity, the, uh, I don't know, I, I still get lost for words because I've had the opportunity to work with him directly on, 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 a, on a project when I was in Australia, which was, in my opinion, the, the crowning glory, the feather in my cap in my professional uh, achievement so far. So, uh, you know, when you meet a billionaire for the first time and I met him when I was like 23 years old, uh, it was a, it was a very humbling experience. So, um, it, and it was, it, it was great. So that was a really long time ago, almost 12, 12, 13 years ago, uh, that I met him in, in, in Melbourne. So, uh, thank you for bringing back such an amazing memory. I'm not sure where you found that from actually, um, that, that picture. So, and, well, we do a also, lot of also the investigative last... work, so we're able to find the good pictures to show. <laughs> awesome. And then the last picture, which was there is basically, uh, you know, uh, uh, my my team, I would say, or I would say, my inner circle, as I like to call them, uh, my 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 friends, like family here in Singapore, which includes uh, Miss Suchi, Puja Talesara, uh, Charumerotra, and uh, Kasturi Gunasegre. So, um, so th thank you. I mean, you've got you've got there, uh, um, you know, pictures of things which I'm really really proud of, which are which are very close to my heart. Number one is obviously me being the, you know, the humanitarian with Global Goodwill Ambassadors. Secondly, with Create the Edge, where I love talking to thought leaders from around the world. 
thirdly, obviously, uh, you know, the, the cities in Australia, which are, which are so close to my heart. And number four, obviously, uh, Sir Richard Branson, but number five, which is the most important, which is my, uh, my, uh, my inner circle here in Singapore, which includes Misuchi, Puja, Charu, and of course, uh, Kasturi. So, and I'd like to thank the, the four ladies um, in Singapore for, for being there for me, because it's not, been a, it's not been a very easy journey for me, especially in the last few years. And I would like to thank them personally, uh, you know, on this episode as well, for, for being that steadfast rock in my life. So uh, thank you, Kasturi. Thank you, Misuchi. Thank you, Puja. And thank you, Charu. Thank you so much for sharing. And um, it seems like you've traveled a lot and it seems like you lived in at least a couple different countries. In your opinion, what unites all people in the world? What unites all people in the world? Um, I would say, hmm, that's an interesting question. What unites people in the world? I think think perspective is something which unites people. Uh, a, a common goal towards uh, achieving some kind of uh, a utopian dream. Let me let me say it as a utopian dream is because uh, you know there is nothing in this world which I find to be perfect, and there is nothing in this world which I find to be uh, you know um, the best that it could be because we can always get better. So the perspectives that people have on life, on love, on on everything, um, you know in between is what connects us together in some way or the other. So I'm a big believer that uh, everything in this world is a connected experience. So in some way or the other, you know, our, whether it could be, you know, how we are connected to the other person or how we are connected to an object or a situation has got a connection lying somewhere in our past, which has brought us to that situation. So, and that is only, uh, sort of brought together by perspectives of different people. Now, perspective obviously includes mindset, includes outlook, it includes, you know, your, your daily actions, your words, uh, everything. So that's why I would say that's, I think, in one way which, which connects everyone is, is people's perspectives on life and everything. Wow, very interesting. Thank you so for sharing your insight. And also, we have noticed that you do a lot of humanitarian work. And can you please tell us what inspires you to give back to the society? See, that's a great question. And I think uh, that is uh, humanitarian works is something which is instilled in me by my mother uh, from a very young age. And uh, I think the first kind of humanitarian um, uh, charity volunteer work that I used to do was with the, the World Wildlife Fund for Nature. Uh, as well as the the Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals in Calcutta, India, where where I'm from, uh, where I where I was born. So, and that is something. Uh, two of the societies were, were part of what I have always done, and I'm thankful for my mother for actually opening my eyes for for trying to do good for people in society, for things in society, for avenues within society which are looked down upon, which uh, which 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 are downtrodden. And that is something which I have had from a very young age. And it's something which I, which I really, really admire. And it's something which I try to live up to at every given moment. So uh, I, think, I think my humanitarian works are something which I'm really proud of. Uh, and it's, it's something which, which, which really keeps me sane because that's my way of giving back to society, uh, so to speak. And, and it's something which I think 
each and every one of us can make a difference uh, only if we have the opportunity as well as if we have the intention to actually provide value and create a bit of a difference for someone out there who may not uh, be in a as good of a situation as you are. And that is something which we all have, uh, have the opportunity to do as long as we have the intention to make a difference. Thank you very much. And this actually brings us to the project that, that um, we have right now on the platform of Alatra International Public Movement, which is called Creative mm -hmm. Society. And we ask people all over the world, how do they envision a society <coughs> in which they would like to live, in which they themselves, their family, and everyone in the world would be comfortable living? And uh, also, we ask our viewers, if you would like to learn more, to visit alatraunites.com or send us an email. You will see the mm -hmm. email address on the screen as well. So today, Joseph, we would like to ask you, how do you envision a creative society? See, that's a, that's a question which is actually very close to my heart, but uh, it's, it's something which I've never been asked on, on any podcast which I've been on. So I thank you, number one, for asking this question. Um, because it's something which, in my opinion, everyone should think about. And we are in this situation uh, where we are in this moment of uh, pause that the entire world is going through, right? Where literally the rule book regarding everything in life is being thrown out of the window and something is being rewritten as we speak. So to answer your question, Olga, is uh, the importance, in my opinion, how we can bring together society from around the world and the society which I'd like to live in. And I'd like to actually say that it is what is important for my children, for, uh, you know, for, the, for the next generation, is we try to focus on and work towards a society without any labels. And that is something which I feel and I believe it would make the world a much better place. Why? Because there are so many, so many labels that we put on, not just ourselves, because I think we are our worst critics when it can come to be, and we are our worst naysayers, but we also make split-second judgment with regards to people who we meet and with regards to people around us. And we need to stop doing that because um, you know, each and every person has a story and we don't know that story. Unless we actually delve deeper, we dig deeper and we try and find out a little bit more about who they are, what they do, you know, and, you know, what makes them tick. And that is the most important aspect with regards to, you know, being, being, being one with your society. And, and that's where, I mean, each and every person in this world is actually fighting their own battles, just at a different level against a different adversary. And that's where it is so important to appreciate and accept the fact that you know the only label that we need to take off are the labels that society puts on us which is you know labels based on on on, on gender labels based on social background racialism uh, or rather racism and 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 everything in between because i think you know especially at this moment all this all the world requires all society requires is compassion it requires empathy. It includes inclusion in diversity. And that is what we should work towards, towards making the world a better place. Uh, but again, it's, it's a bit of like a utopian dream, but uh, you, know, uh, you can't achieve till you dream. 
and then you've got to take the actions and you've got to you know go through those actions to get that dream in place Great. Thank you so much for sharing your vision. And it really resonates that, you know, we all are all everybody have those human needs that just need to be met. So everybody yeah. can be happy on the inside. We cannot be happy on the outside because outside never lasts, right? So we have to stay happy inside and find that happy place. And um, I do thank you for sharing your vision. And also in the business world, since you are working in the business world, how yeah. do you envision corporations or like businesses <coughs> in, a, in a creative society? What can businesses do better to become better for all of us? So businesses for humans, how can we make this happen? Great question. And this is something which I, which I, which I talk about every day. And this is where uh, I used to, I try, I try and use the word care. So C-A-R-E, care, mm -hmm. uh, which I use uh, in, in most of my uh, methodologies. So it, it basically translates to the C stands for connect, A stands for appreciate, R stands for relate, and the E stands for engage. So connect, appreciate, relate, and engage. And that is what businesses should do moving forward. Now, I think whatever has happened at this present moment, people were worrying about losing their jobs. People were worrying about, uh, you know, machines taking over artificial intelligence and machine learning, basically replacing the human touch and the human technology. But what we have seen right now, especially with this uh, pause that the entire world is going through, is that uh, machines will be there, of course course but the human touch is absolutely irreplaceable because if you ask anyone who's actually in uh, in quarantine or in isolation around the world if you ask them what they miss the most they will say they miss the human interaction and that just shows that you know that the human touch is never going to be replaced uh, so from a business perspective it is so important that moving forward to be relevant to their target audience they need to care for their audience now the word itself it, you know, it, it answers all your questions. However, when you break it down, so they need to connect meaningfully with the intention of providing value to their target audience. Number two, they need to appreciate the feedback that they're getting from their target audience, uh, you know, when they do what they do, what they, when they promote their services or their products. They need to appreciate the feedback that they're getting because it needs to be a two-way street. It needs to be a dialogue where uh, it's important for them to, to understand what are the real needs and requirements of their target audience. So, so they can only do that if they appreciate the feedback that they receive. The number three is relate. So they need to relate to a client's real needs and requirements. And that's only done through active listening. And that's where a lot of people, a lot of businesses miss out because especially at this moment, I'm seeing so many businesses being tone deaf. Now, I'm pretty sure you know what I mean when I say tone deaf, like they're going out there, they're promoting their products and services without even having any kind of empathy that the entire world is going through a, a bit of an unforeseen circumstances, which is affecting everyone. And that's what businesses should understand. And I think Mark Cuban actually brought up a very important point of, uh, a month or two ago uh, during one of his TV interviews in the U.S., uh, I'm sure everyone know, knows who's, who's Mark Cuban. And he said that the businesses who actually look after their clients at this present moment, rather than looking at increasing revenue, are the ones which are going to be relevant in, in the next decade. 
and businesses are only just focusing on, on building their revenue and promoting themselves aren't going to be relevant anymore. Because moving forward, what are people going to really, really resonate with? That's going to be people and businesses who actually care. Now, he didn't say it in my acronym style because, you know, that, that's something which I do. But he actually said the word care because businesses that care for people, businesses that care for their target audiences are basically businesses that are going to survive. And the last part is engage. Now, and this is something like every business owner at some level needs to ensure. And the engagement part is what closes the loop, in my opinion. Now, what do I mean by closing the loop? You can have the best product and services on the market there, but if you don't engage with your client down the line in the, in the sales process, and then you don't actually tell them how, how you can actually... So I'm talking about the customer service element. I'm talking about where the client can actually reach out to you and, and, and provide you with, with additional feedback as well, you know, moving forward regarding, you know, how your products and services have actually made a difference in their existence. So that engagement element is so important. You need to engage your audience. You need to be there for your audience. You just can't just, uh, you know, say that, okay, this is my product, this is my service. Use it if you want to. If not, I don't care. You need to be there with your audience. So it's so important to connect, appreciate, relate, and engage with your audience. So I think, you know, these are the four pillars, in my opinion, that businesses should focus on uh, moving forward. Thank you very much. Those are very good points that you brought up. And also, I want to come back to something you said earlier. You said when people have a common goal, right, they will strive towards that goal and they can make a big difference. And how important is it today for each person to take on that responsibility to build that better future, to build a creative society? Like you said, right now, it's something we're just dreaming about. But if we all dream mm-hmm. and if we all have that one common goal, then we can actually reach it all together. So how important is it to take a responsibility? And what would you say to people that think that they really can't do anything? Uh, how would, what can you say to them to make them act? Great question. I, th- I think the only thing which I'm going to say is like, you know, each and every one of us has brilliance within us. And that is something which, you know, we need to have that courage to bring out. And uh, each and every one of us has value in some way or the other, which we can provide to others around us. It's all about sometimes having that courage and uh, having that courage to basically go past the fear of failure and the fear of judgment. And that is what uh, holds most people back, in my opinion. One is the fear of being judged because, you know, we as human beings, we are social creatures and it's important to us, uh, you know, to understand and, and, uh, and understand and believe in how people perceive us as human beings. And, and we, are, we are afraid of being judged in what we do because that's just who we are because we've been brought up in a negative mindset from childhood. Now, what do I mean by that? You know, I mean, all of you who are watching this show at this present moment, who are parents, I ask you to just think consciously, how many times have you actually said, no, don't do that to your child? Whatever they do, whether they're, 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 they're playing or they're, you know, running down the stairs or they're doing something, you're like, no, 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 don't do that. No, don't do that. No, don't do that. So you're, you're, you're putting in a negative element from, the very, from, from, from childhood into the minds of, of, a, of a child. And that gets embedded as we grow older. 
that's the reason as to why there's been a lot of studies as to where children sometimes we can learn so much from children because children when they are younger they're very young uh, their, their minds are still unimpressionable or unimpressioned at that time through negativity so <clears throat> which which when we get older it gets worse and worse so that's the reason as to why we will see that in in very interesting situations children have that form of resilience children have that form of drive children have that form of courage that even adults don't right like you know when we were a child how many times when we actually used to you know fight and persist with our parents being like i want that chocolate bar right because and they wouldn't let go till they actually got it and that is just the perseverance and that you know they, they just went on and on because that is something which they felt that they wanted right and they and they they didn't take no for an answer but we as an adult we give up and we we let go of opportunities because we give up because we don't feel we we have it within us to actually appreciate it to actually have that with us and that's where the fear of judgment and the fear of failure comes in so i think that is that is very very important moving forward that you know each and every person must realize that you have value within you and there is in some way or the other that you can provide some value to others in the world you know whether it be in in the form of generosity through financial commitments or it be just your being present there now time i think is the biggest commodity that one has and uh when one is present in the moment that is the biggest gift that you can give to someone or to society give them your time give them your presence and watch the magic happen but firstly you have to pause introspect reflect within to make sure that you understand the value that you have within you and you have the courage to make that brilliance shine through from within you to society around you uh each and every one of us has value it's about time that we just uh, you know believed in ourselves and then uh, did the necessary steps moving forward to bring forth the value to others around us wow yes thank you so much and the self work is something that cannot be underestimated i think every single person goes through it and it's not like you can skip over it and be a better human being self work needs to take place some realizations some education you know and some conversations you might have to open up and have an open conversation with someone that you thought you would never meet or never talk to and that's how we bridge the gap of you know separation that currently exists in our world and talking about creative society together actually helps us achieve the the common goal or set the common boundaries of what we really like and what we don't like and what how we envision a society that we all can be happy so before we go joseph we have another um question to ask you and we ask our sure. guests on the show uh to let us know about one person that you would like to meet and talk to about creative society and what we will do we will share this video along and we will ask our audience to help us out and we're going to use the rule of six handshakes so that the rule states that we all are connected around the globe through five or less social connections so let's uh share this video along to get to that person and let's please use two hashtags #alatreunite 
hashtag creative society. So Joseph, who is that person that you would like to meet and talk to about creative society and why? That's a great question. And there are so many names that come to mind. Um, and it's difficult because, you know, I'm, I'm actually, I, my immediate, <clears throat> my immediate uh, answer would have been Sir Richard Branson, because that is one person who I really admire, but I've already met him twice. Uh, so I'm, I'm not going to use up my, my, my uh, amazing opportunity that you've given me at this present moment by saying Sir Richard Branson again. Would I love to meet him again? Absolutely. And I'm sure I will. Uh, but I think uh, the person who I would like to meet uh, is, uh, is former President Barack Obama. Because I think uh, that's a person who I really, really admire for the amazing human being that he is. And, uh, you know, he's left an indelible impression on the minds of, of people around the world. I'm not American, but he's one person who I highly respect. And uh, if the other person, uh, you know, would, who comes to mind, who I would love to meet, but unfortunately that person is no longer living anymore, is, uh, is, is the late uh, Madiba Nelson Mandela. But uh, I, I would say... Uh, Former President of the United States uh, Barack Obama is is someone who I would love to meet because some of his some of his uh, sharings some of his views on 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 a on a on a conjoined society on on a on on a yeah, on on, a, on on basically the beauty of of bringing forth kindness and generosity in society in some of his sharings that I have seen have been truly truly impactful. Uh, so yeah, President Barack Obama. Thank you very much. And uh, we want to remind our viewers to please share this video with two hashtags to see if it will get to the President Barack Obama, the former president. And uh, Joseph, thank you so much for being with us today. Again, we also would like to say if you would like to learn more about the project Creative Society, please visit alatraunites.com and press join us. You can see it on the screen right now. And um, also, please let us know if we've forgotten anything and you would like to wish something to our viewers today that are watching us right now. Well, the first thing which I would like to tell everyone is like, uh, it's been, number one, it's been such a pleasure speaking with both, uh, both you Olgas. Uh, it's, it's, it's very interesting to actually speak to two presenters with the same name, which is, which is, which is great. And uh, it's been a pleasure. I think, uh, you know, uh, what you're like, doing with this initiative is, is fantastic. Uh, you're bringing people from around the world with their different perspectives, uh, because in my opinion, uh, knowledge is something which needs to be shared. And knowledge is something which the more you share it, uh, the better it is. And it's, it's something which actually, the more you give away, <clears throat> the more it increases. So uh, thank you for, for doing this amazing initiative, which is bringing, bringing people closer from around the world to understand each other's perspectives, to understand uh, different, different mindsets, different point of views, which is so important as well. Um, so, I mean, I think in my opinion, my message to the audience is just, is just a couple of things. Uh, number one, you know, just, just always remember that you have brilliance within you. And uh, the main thing is whatever you choose to be, choose to be kind. Because, uh, you know, there are, there are people who are facing a lot of problems in this world and you don't even know it. And you will never sometimes know it. You can, you, you know, there, is, there are people around you who, you will, who will never show you 
what their real problems are. But they do have problems. Each and every person is fighting their own battles in this world. So, uh, you know, whatever you do, be kind. That's the, that's the least you can do. You know, try and be a rainbow in someone's cloud. Try and bring a smile to someone's face. And always remember that you are enough. And that's the main thing. Great. Thank you so much. Amazing messaging. And I agree that kindness, love, and compassion is needs to prevail over fear and, uh, you know, some anxiety that people might have right now. And together we can achieve that if we are going to bring our best human qualities forward. And if we will allow ourselves to dream a little bigger about creative society and how can we all be happy. So thank you so much for being with us, Joseph. And thank you so much for our, our audience for watching. Until next time. Good night. Thank you very or good much. morning. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you very Bye. much for the opportunity once again. Take care.